Hey everybody, welcome to Self Evident Podcast. You got Massey and you got the stud muffin the mic. Yo. The stud muffin the mic. Yo. Hey guys, before we get started, please like, share, and get on our content, especially on YouTube. We're growing the channel. It's been amazing, but we love getting this kind of content uh, content out to everybody here. Also, if you can go on theselfevidenttruth.com, you guys can find out a ton more information about what we're doing. We're starting to tour again here, hopefully in mm-hmm. September. I uh, just got a couple uh, local dates because things are starting to open up again, which is pretty awesome and fantastic. Uh, also, too, if you guys have not visited, visit this store, 1776 Truth dot store you guys can help support your boys here on the podcast uh get us out there to more kids because guess what how many can type amen that they need the truth it's those kids that need the truth right especially in high schools and colleges and things which is kind of our forte so welcome everybody again to self-evident podcast we've got a lot to cover on this episode here yes Um, we do can you tell them how this came (laughs) about because you were like excited man yeah we so you may have noticed that we tend to try and stay away from uh current events a little bit and Massey and I were talking and it just felt like it was time to kind of open the gates and start doing current events start covering this stuff because we are in a presidential run right and diametrically opposed sides and we thought it was really important to cover who Kamala Harris is we're going to do a series on Joe Biden and just give you information now look what we're not trying to do is just set up ideological right. pins to knock down. That's easy. We're, we're not just trying to attack Harris and say how evil and awful she is. Um, we want to show you how she approaches governance. We want to show you how she actually stands on the issues. And look, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, more than likely you're probably not going to vote for Harris and Biden anyways. But there is a chance that maybe you want to share it to somebody who is thinking about it. Or maybe you are watching and you were thinking about voting for them. And really what we want to do is just give you the truth of where she actually stands. Because Mm -hmm. when you look at the media, what you're going to see is something that is fashioned and shaped for you. But if you dig a little bit deeper, the best way to tell who a person is is to let them talk. That's right. And so what we're going to do is we're going to use her own quotes. We've got some video of her. We've got news articles that cover direct quotes. And we're going to shape who is Kamala Harris. That's right. And and we're pretty excited, actually, because, like, I kind of felt this release a few days ago um, that we have to start talking about current events. And here's the reason. And I'll probably try to get her on the podcast, too. There was this uh, uh, former activist for the LGBT community uh, that was on a a conservative podcast. Now, you know, we, we know that's sin before the Lord. I get it. But she actually said the only reason I turned conservative was because you guys argue with reason and it makes sense. And everything you talk about is not from an offensive standpoint, but you guys make sense in your arguments. And it got me to thinking, I'm like, you know, that was on a secular, almost kind of podcast that that she was on. And I'm thinking, but Lord, we have the word of God and reason and and common sense. We can bring that to current events. So here we are, guys, and look forward for more because I'm excited to do this now. Yeah, and and know that our philosophy on this is if Christ isn't vital for every area of your life, then why is Christ important? Mm-hmm. If you're going to keep Christ to the four walls, then he's really not exactly doing much it. in your That's life. Exactly but it. we stand on truth in Christ. So truth can be useful in every area Absolutely. of your life, in every area of the culture, yeah. the society. 100%. So that's why we want to cover this stuff with the lens of Christ. That's right? exactly it, because we can't change them if we don't get to them to preach the gospel. It's Romans Precisely. 9. How are they going to hear without a preacher? We have to be out there with them, mm-hmm. right, and, and engage it. So everybody that's on right now, comment where you're from. 
I want to start something ah, new. I like this. Comment where you're from and where you're watching from. I'm excited because I like when people watch from different states or different areas. Please comment down below wherever you're watching. If you're watching on my personal one or the ministry one, uh, please, get, again, share this because it's going to be good. Now, look at the title. Kamala Harris, a radical in a moderate pantsuit. Um, <laughs> people are going to say these guys are only conservatives. They want to promote Trump, blah, 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 blah. This has nothing to do with Trump. No. President Trump. Forgive me. I want to use respect. President Trump. And, and I did this with President Obama when I used to say Obama. No, yeah. no, he's the president. Let's give him some respect uh, on, on that front because it's a title, right? Though he didn't really act presidential to me. Uh, yeah, just Trump sometimes. It's really weird how yeah. we're just kind of convoluting the president <laughs> title here, right? Yeah, anyways. Anyways, so one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this lady, I, I'm really frustrated that right now we've been allowing m Marxist socialists to run in a yeah. constitutional republic these people and i'm just going to start off with this they hate america yeah they hate america there's no question about it and at this point it's all really blended together you you you've got people who others are calling a moderate and this, this is why we did the whole moderate radical thing is people recognize her as a moderate and they're trying to put her up as a moderate. We're going to show she's not. Right. We're, we're going to show that she is just not a moderate because That's it's right. become so mainstream to have these authoritarian, uh, right. centralized Marxist ideas ingrained in government. And if you think about it, too, like, why is it that we've trained people to say, well, that president, if Congress isn't going to do anything, the president will. Isn't that scary? That's so unconstitutional. And that's what you've been seeing and how we can talk light into this. But I, why don't you show the first slide? It's at CNN. Uh, uh, NBC News one with Kamala Harris on it. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? The one that I sent you on my text. <laughs> uh, she, oh, there it is. That's all good. She, she, I just sent these to her late because I want you guys to see something. What we're talking about here and, and why it's important to cover this. Uh, why did CNN send a tweet like this? Joe Biden made the pick that maximizes chances of continuing to make the race a straight referendum on Trump while also selecting someone whose resume suggests that being ready to step in if and when Biden decides to step aside. Isn't it funny? So are they really promoting Biden here or this lady? Exactly. And why are they doing it? And my question would be, have you ever had a presidential election where the vice president seemed to be so important and all people were talking about? People aren't really even talking exactly. about Biden anymore. They're Dude, talking they're, about Harris. They're scared. They know. They absolutely know. Because one of the funny things that you're watching in all of this is you're watching a lot of Democrats, liberal media, all Straight of up. that. They're discussing and shaping things around Harris. Gosh, and they're, dude. they're keeping Biden just kind of separate, kind of low. His wife came out to defend his cognitive abilities. Which is kind of weird, right? Isn't it? Like, it, doesn't that just like make it weirder? And and like, did you did you send her the second slide? I did. Let's pull up the but second wait, slide. But wait, there's more. There's more <laughs> on that on that same slide on that Twitter slide. Look what NBC News posted. I believe the date was, if I'm not mistaken, August 11th. Joe Biden, an email to supporters. I've decided that Kamala Harris is the best person to help me take this fight to Donald Trump and Mike Pence, and then to lead this nation starting January 2021. And there was another slip up he had where he basically said, you know, if something should happen to me, as if something was going to happen to him. And he recognizes it. All of them recognize it. She is going to step in at some point. Dude, Everybody does. It, and, it's, and it's insane. Like, OK, there, there, at least President Trump, what is he, 77, 76? 76, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
He hasn't skipped a beat. At no. least, I mean, he's pretty he's, sharp. You know, you get mad at his tweets, but he's pretty sharp with it. Like sharp. he's quick. Yeah, he's you know still what I mean. Fast. He knows he's on it. exactly. And again, listen, whatever side you're on, as far as like if you're gonna pick President Trump, and if you're a Christian, hear me out here. This is gonna really step on toes, but it's nothing new. If you're gonna vote for a Democratic candidate who hates America, hates its laws that come from God, by the way, who hates your rights. Because President or Joe Biden said that he said it's not about your rights when we have mandatory vaccinations. It's not about your rights. Who do rights come from? God. So they hate your rights and they want to slaughter babies and they want to support the homosexual agenda and they want to support uh, uh, making sure that your kids go to public schools that they're funding and training our kids. Mm-hmm. And here, how oxymoronic that we call something social distancing when we're created social <laughs> beings. We're distancing from being social. Yeah. We were created by God to, to, to be social, right? This is what they're doing. They're planning this. Uh, I think someone, I think Jan, uh, Pastor Jan posted this something about uh, uh, socialist distancing or so, uh, socialist yeah, distancing. Yeah, it's exactly it. what it is. And we've known that from the jump. It, this yeah. is like prep time. I, I think what we should do one of these days is, and, and we've got other topics that we really need to cover we in do. coming weeks, but I'd like to at some point cover the Yuri Bezmenov series and if you guys i know we've talked about that a little bit before but yuri bezmanov was a soviet agent in india who ended up defecting to the u.s and he did interviews in the 80s talking about this is what they're doing this is what they're going exactly, to do exactly this is the major plan of what communism does in each country this is what we're trained to do yep. and if you look at what he talks about in the series <laughs> We're there, dude. We're dude. absolutely there. I know. Can you go to the next one? That next picture. It's uh, uh, from the Atlantic, the one that I sent you. Check this headline out. Stay alive, Joe Biden. This is March of 2020. Shows this a year. lot of faith in your presidential. Candidate. Stay alive, Joe. Just, can you just stay alive? Just hang on, buddy. Please. Just put him on a respirator. Who cares? Just stay alive, bud. As soon as you slide in, go ahead and die. We don't care. But until then, yeah. Stay alive, please. Does anyone else, and, and, and I'm telling you, get your liberal friends to watch this because this is common sense, okay? We're not saying anything new or different. If you are a Christian, you cannot stand for the values that the Democratic platform has. Yeah. You can't. You can't justify it by the word of God. I'm not saying you can justify President Trump's behavior. That's not the issue here. The issue is can you justify voting for those who hate the Lord and want to kill babies? That's just two of them. And then literally walk out everything that's contrary to the Lord. Matter of fact, read Isaiah 10.1. Woe unto the judges that decree unrighteous decrees and prescribe grievances for my people. He's talking about lawmakers there. At the yeah. time, judges were the lawmakers. He's saying, woe unto you. Cursed, man, if you're writing unrighteous decrees and describing grievances for my people. And, Dude, that's scary stuff. And if you, you look at the policies that are being put forward or the things that the Democrat Party is standing for, notice it's desire and pleasure that are the things that are acceptable. So the policies that get put forward are your desires being fulfilled, your Dude. pleasures being fulfilled, your your wants, your physical, fleshly desires in the world those are the things that are getting promotion they sure are in the democrat platform isn't it funny everything that is like lust everything almost every lust is being promoted matter of fact god says to go work if you don't work neither shall you eat right but it's okay we'll give you money you don't have to work yeah right uh it it, god wants a a husband and when, when he wrote the ten commandments he said honor your father and your mother which means he wants both family both mother and father in the home but we encourage 
uh, fatherlessness. Oh, and by the way, now look at our music. Our music is now glorifying young women and destroying them and making them debased by appealing to their lusts and mm -hmm. what they want. As a matter of fact, if you read anything in scripture, that means they're reducing them to natural beasts, the Bible says. It's reducing them to nothing, that they can't even think higher than an animal. This music that's coming out uh, from like the Cardi B, this new yeah. song that came out, dude, this is seriously disgusting. What they're trying to promote with Netflix, I think it stopped. There was a big, yeah, uh, they stopped it. Yeah, there was a big yeah. petition that came out. Praise God for the saints that are doing this, but we're not supposed to be holding back the avalanche. We're supposed to be combating that thing and being yeah. a, a plow to, to push it back. That's our job, right? Again, the gates of hell shall not prevail. And what we're seeing here right now is this lady just alone, forget President Biden or President Biden. I'm sorry, that came out wrong. <laughs> Joe Biden. Whoa, I'm not Please prophesying tell me that that's at all. Not prophecy. I was thinking President Trump and I was thinking <laughs> Joe Biden. I'm really sorry. Vice President Biden. He was the vice president. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking vice president. And I said president. Forgive me. Please don't yell at me. Okay, that came out wrong. This is live, folks. It's not easy. Okay. With 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 Joe Biden, we've known he's flip flopped, and I find yeah. it hilarious, dude, that they'll blame President Trump for everything when they've been in Congress for fifty years. Yeah. Isn't it funny? We'll blame a President Trump and you're the ones in Congress that allowed all this. And you've been fat cats this whole time. You guys ain't hurting for dough. And yet you still remain to be in office and changed, you didn't change a thing. Matter of fact, you made it worse. Think about it. No. You made it worse. And the one guy trying to twist it, you don't want to have in office anymore. Why? Because he's challenging what you're doing. And the reason, one of the reasons, so we got off on a tangent, but one of the reasons we have to talk about the Democratic platform is because Kamala Harris supports completely where this platform is going. Now, if you don't believe me, so I just want to give a preface of who is she. So she grew there up in go. California, Let's get back in it. right? Her parents were civil rights activists. Now, th that's not wrong on its, on its face. We can totally understand, look, her parents were, were active. They wanted to change wrongs that they saw in the world. And this is something you have to start to see in your opponents. You have to see their humanity. Because if you generalize them, if you, if you create this straw man caricature of yep. them, you don't understand where they're coming from, and you don't know how to defend against it. She grew up in a household that was politically active, that rightfully so saw ills of society and problems and oppression that needed to be changed. So she grew up in this household having the dukes up against society. 100%. She didn't put that off the older she got. And in fact, when she talks about why she became a prosecutor, she says... I saw the system being racist against especially black men. Every single black man is being oppressed by the system. I wanted to go in and change it. Isn't that funny? So she is on a moral mission in, as being a prosecutor. Now, notice the humanity in that. She feels like she wants to make a change. The question is, what changes is she going to do? And how is she going to do it? And that's what we're going to get into. So she became state attorney general in 2004, and from there, it ran into all of this. So we'll talk about her presidential run first. She began those primaries with about 12% support in the national polls. Jeez. And then after attacking Biden on issues such as opposing federally mandated integrated busing, and Biden had worked with several segregationist senators in the 70s, she went up to about 15%. 
And then she was torn apart by Tulsi right. Gabbard. And, uh, Does anyone uh, remember that? Can you comment amen? Uh, you got to so give it to Tulsi, to man. She just destroyed her. It, and I'm talking about not in a mocking way. Just no. like called her out. Tore her apart. And Listen to me. I sounded Minnesotan. I called her out. <laughs> out. Sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so Tulsi Gabbard just tears her, tears her a new one. Tears it. And up. right from there, the next day, Harris's popularity dropped. It fell to a low of 3%. In December, she dropped out of the primaries without even reaching a chance of gathering any delegates. Now, this is what I want to ask you. Keep this in mind. She is now vice president right, candidate. Which, if they win, she is one heartbeat away from becoming president. She couldn't even garner enough percentage points to get a delegate in the primaries. Yeah. Who do you have that's about to be in the office? Not, right. not selected, not elected by the people. And, 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 if you're, and if we're really honest, someone who's a flip-flopper, obviously, nope. will flip-flop on an issue in a, in a dime, just like Biden will. Someone who who claims to be black and says she's Indian and using either one to kind of gain her own little foothold. She's been doing it for a long time, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and they all do this. This is all, this all literally has to do with the appearance, right? Because the, it's identity politics. It, it's all identity politics, dude. We have no idea what she really stands for. She's not coming out like the rest of them. Not like a, not like uh what's her name from Minnesota. You know what I mean? The center. The, oh, Ilhan Omar. Yeah, Imar, yeah. Omar or AOC. At least yeah. they're wearing their colors on their sleeve. Kamala's not as bold like that, right? Yep. But You're the tendencies right. are there. Then she goes and does something with CNN. Was it CNN when Don Lemon asked her, so you think criminals should vote? She goes, we should have that conversation. Yeah. You're, you were the former attorney general busting these people. If you thought it was deemable that they should lose their rights to go to jail, you want them to vote? She doesn't know what she wants. Listen to me, guys. She does not know what she wants. She is confused. And the Bible says confusion comes from the devil, not from God. Okay? That mm -hmm. should be the first tip-off, right? The other thing, though, about her is she was with Stephen Colbert here just recently, and I don't like Colbert, but I saw a yeah. clip, right, where she went after Joe Biden and basically said, I believe his accusers. And Stephen Colbert asked her, but you attacked him publicly. Like, you were very, how could you be like buddy buddies and like BVP pick? And she goes, it was a debate. And she started laughing. She laughed it off, implying that she was lying. You can't read anything out of it except she was lying. Exactly. It was politically advantageous to take this shot, so I took it because it was a debate. Man, that's that's doesn't so, that scare you? So you're looking for advantage when the opportunity arises, therefore you're not standing on principle. That's what we're gonna try to prove here is there's not the the principle that she thinks she's standing on is really shaky, and the principles she actually have are Man, misguided. True. So let's let's go ahead and, according to Progressive Punch, which they do ratings of, of senators and, and people in Congress and politicians and where they are progressively, she's rated as the fourth farthest left senator in the Senate. So don't let anybody tell you that she's moderate. If you might say, well, Progressive Punch, that's one source. Let's go to the other source. So if we could pull up slide one. This is <laughs> GovTrack chart. <laughs> I love it. GovTrack's chart, if you notice that little purple triangle, it says Harris. Chart has her as farthest left and middle to lower quadrant of leadership. So she is way over on the left. If you look a little bit lower, I, I made sure to get this in the screen capture. She has 100% ratings with the Human Rights Campaign, the League of Conservation Voters, 
Planned Parenthood Action Fund. 100% with Planned Parenthood. 86% rating with the ACLU. She has a B with the National Iranian American Council. But let's look at the other one. She's got 30% with the Chamber of Commerce, 19% with the Club for Growth, 12% with Americans for Prosperity, and 0% with FreedomWorks and Numbers USA. So which side does she stand on? Exactly, dude. So let's go to slide number two. So her bio and her stances, this is directly from her website. She defended California's landmark climate change law. She's boasting about this. So normally an attorney general is expected to defend the laws that are on the books. But if you're defending a law that you don't agree with, you're not going to put it in there. And notice she's got 100% with the League of Conservation Voters. So it's not like she's not going to promote herself on this whole thing. She protected the Affordable Care Act. She helped win marriage equality for all Californians, mind you, against a popular vote. Yeah, so you remember that? Was it Prop 8? Prop 8. Prop 8 came out. They, they said, okay, we're going to go with the people. And all of a sudden, it got overturned by the judges, did it not? Uh-huh. And so it's funny because you're looking at – that actually gave me hope. That, that the popular that the, the, the popular it. was like, look, no, we don't want this. Yeah. This is not what we're after, right? Because you know how the left was really big on like, hey, you know, uh, she won by popular vote by three million. Okay, well, California said popular vote and you got what you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like it's very hypocritical what they do. Uh, you know, all that stuff. And it, it's it's crazy because if you look at what she stands for, again, she's not caring about you. No. Any Christian, I'm telling you, Christians that are thinking about this. And you're thinking about Biden and, and Harris here. They don't care about you. They care about an agenda. It's not about you. It's about them. And and we're Mark gonna, my words. And we're going to show that there's an authoritarian streak in her. That that's how that transpires. So since taking office, she has introduced and co-sponsored legislation to raise wages for working people, reform our broken criminal justice system, make health care a right for all Americans address the epidemic of substance abuse, support veterans and military families, expand access to child care for working parents, right? So there's, there's stuff that we look at and we go, well, that's good. And as conservatives, we say, well, should we be putting government funds towards this or not? That's a different debate. But we can understand where Democrats would see a lot of that stuff and go, well, that's good. That's good. But you have to look at her voting records and you have to look at the number of bills she has sponsored and co-sponsored. And what you're going to find is a deep focus on race, increasing funds to certain segments of the population, environmental issues, and support for increased government reach into our lives. You have to go back and you have to look at her from the, from the high view. She's, she's really focused on government entrenchment in every aspect of society. Exactly. And two, when she was the Attorney General of California, guys... She was not for all the stuff that they're talking about the DNC platform, criminal justice no. reform. She was in, she was incarcerating so many people for the the stupidest things, yeah. and she was laughing about it. I mean, let's 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 be legit here. You know, like she is not what you think she is. Now they're gonna morph into anything they want, and I realize on both sides we've been talking about this. If you know anything about us, we'll say it's on both sides. Yes, they say what they want to get elected, but at least at least we knew what we were getting with President Trump. Yeah. He wasn't a pastor. We knew that. And he's pretty much given 
what we expect. Pretty much outside of outside budget, of, stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. outside of budget stuff, and again, stuff we've talked about publicly yeah. and uh, scolded. And I, I want to say scolded to Congress, not so much the president, but the Congress for allowing it, right? But if you look at what they're doing, he's at least doing what he said he would do. Matter of fact, yep. President Obama did too. He said he's going to fundamentally, fundamentally change America, dude, and it he happened did. quickly. He did quickly. So you have to decide, is that what you want? The, what the person is saying, is that what you're really going to want? And a lot of stuff gets cloaked in taking care of the poor and needy in a Democrat platform. And she's doing that. And we've got to look at some issues that are more divisive for Christians, especially to understand, okay, is, is she going to be with us or is she going to be against us? And what we're saying is she's going to be against you and she's going to use full force if she can in it's order true. to get her way. And we're going to prove that to you. So yeah. let's get into some of these issues. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first issue, she supports abortion and afterbirth abortion. This is a direct quote from her. You can look this up. There's a video of her saying this. Women have been given the responsibility to perpetuate the human species. Our bodies were created to do that. Uh, stop there. Our bodies were what? Ooh, created. To do that. Created by who? Dun, dun, dun. Someone. Something. Some being, perhaps? The, the truth finds its way out. It sure does, doesn't it? The truth always finds its way out. Created by God. Then he's got an order. He's got laws for this, dude. You know, doesn't he care enough to say thou shalt not murder? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But go ahead. No, continue. no, I continue. love it. So she continues, and it does not give any other person the right to tell a woman what to do with that body. It is her body. It is her right. It is her decision, which I want to plaster that all over if she comes out for mandatory vaccination, vaccinations. Yeah. Body, right to decide, decision, they're right. So what she's saying is, Abortion is a woman's right to choose. It's basically what she's saying. Um, her, her office, and, and this is kind of a counterpoint, her office defended the legality of laws which force children to be vaccinated in order to attend both public and private schools. So it's your choice if you want to get rid of the pregnancy. It's not your choice if they want to inject a foreign substance into your body. I love how they say it's choice when they force us to pay for something that's not our choice right yeah but then see this is all government control this is what this is antithetical and i'll say it again it's antithetical to the way the founders created our system they wanted us to be free free from government influence the original constitution the, the whole thing was restraining government against the people mm -hmm. and now they're using this and they're using this as a battering ram guys because guess what Ignorant people are easily enslaved. That's just how it is. If we don't get educated, we're going to be easily taken over. Yep. And and here's the cool part. This is where my hope is. You know, we always do this hope thing because I believe in hope. I do. I believe that God has a remnant. I believe there are more than 10 righteous in this country. Again, we said it last week. I don't know if there's a pulpit out there that's not preaching Second Chronicles 714 yeah. right now. I know God has his hand on his people. I know that here's what I don't know. I don't know when he's coming back. I do know that this is probably getting closer to the end times because yeah. we're seeing a lot of things. Yeah. But then again, I who knows? Maybe this is just another one of those things where it's like, hey, we're going to overcome this. We're going to keep going moving forward. Here's the deal. What's going to get us out there to preach the gospel now? Not just talk about it, but to do it and, the and be examples. The beauty of that is the darker it gets, the more clear it is for us to share the gospel and to share Christ. 
and to point to the events going on because more and more people are getting scared and people are, are wondering what's going on. It, it, the, the whole 2020 meme, people are going, 2020 just needs to end. It's like, well, if 2020 is really bad and you're feeling that way about the whole year and you're like, what's going on? That's time for people to start sharing the gospel because it's like, well, Revelation talks about issues that start to arise and grow. Hundred percent birth pains, dude. right? Birth pains. Yep. Christ relates uh his coming back to birth pains. And when a woman's in labor, the birth pains, you know, get closer and closer together to show, hey, this is about to happen. It seems like stuff is happening closer and closer together. Anyways. No, this is cool. We got a lot yeah. of cool people on here. Um there's there's some comments. Cool. Uh, y- yes, it is. No character and deceptive talking about uh, um, Kamala Harris. Uh, she's very scary, which is true. And again, people are like, well, that's really mean. You're judgmental. No, nope, you just know a tree by its fruit. We're, we're you, showing you just, the fruit. We're just showing you the fruit. The bottom line is, is you guys, if you can't see, just out of California alone, having senators that have been in for over 30 years, 20 years, and look at that state, that's the fruit. Yeah. It's just the yeah. fruit, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. fruit. Um, and so what, what we're trying to do is get you guys to understand that there's a lot of things. Listen to this. Bob Hargrove just said this. God uses broken people. He's right. Amen. But the Dems straight out are using satanic symbol on their logo. Do you see that? It's like, no. an upset, like a star, but it's got half of it. Like a, it's painted. So it looks like the pentagram. Really? It's pretty, I didn't even it's pretty, it's pretty trippy. It. It's pretty trippy. If you see huh. it like, again, is it hidden? Sure. You know, I'm sure it is. I'm sure. It is. And I know we're going to get judged for this. I'm sure in the future, someone's going to pull us out of the podcast. This is another said we're satanic. Uh, if you're not with Christ, you're not you're, of him. Yeah. You're of, you're of the father of the, you're, you're of the father of the devil. That's just the bottom. There's, you can't put it any other way. And what is the he adversary of Christ? Satan. Oh, Satan dude. is the adversary of Christ. Now Thank here's, you. here's what, what you might think we're saying, but we're really not is you might think we're saying they specifically put this star in there because they want to worship Satan and they want to show that that's not at all what we're saying. But if you are not under Christ, you are available to be a tool of Satan. And a lot of things that happen, people who are under the influence of Satan don't realize they're even doing. It's it's more of a marionette thing than anything. So we're not saying the the DNC, the you know, they had their occult practice and they decided we're gonna put the the satanic pentagram in the symbol. No. <laughs> That's not what we're saying. Dude, they're, they're, <laughs> they're disguising themselves. I mean, that's the bottom line. They disguise themselves as angels of light. Guys, their whole platform is against God. What do you think they're going to use? Yeah. I don't care if you think that's radical, me saying that or not. Everything their platform stands for is anti-Christ. Except for feeding the poor. But that's not your job. That's our job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's true. Using theft to pay. Yeah, to, to, exactly. Um, and you've got to understand that we're not even saying that people like Harris and Biden are evil in their intent. It's they're misdirected and misguided. And I believe that Harris deep in her wants to do something right. She wants to do good. That's, but the way she wants to do it, I believe is, is completely off, completely wrong. And when you're not following Christ and you're not, you're not, influence yourself by the word of Christ, you're going to get off into the weeds and you're going to see things as supposed light when actually they're darkness, right? And she sees stuff that, such as, 
abortion as, well, I want to protect women and their right to choose and their right to, to control their life the way they yeah. want to, right? Yeah. It's not she wants to kill babies. It's she wants to provide women the opportunity that they might lose if they get pregnant. That's crazy. Right? So you have, crazy. you have to see them from through their eyes, yeah. and that's what she's seeing. Now, we come back and we say, no, 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 no. There is another life involved in this. Mm-hmm. And let's let's go ahead and pull up slide three. Uh, this is a National Review article. And I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but what it's basically saying is she supported and co-sponsored the most aggressively pro-abortion piece of federal legislation ever introduced. This was the Women's Health Protection Act, which basically said abortion anytime for any reason. Now, it said, it said, judgment of treating, <laughs> the judgment of the treating physician, right, when it poses a risk to the pregnant woman's life or health. But guess what? In the definitions, they talk about emotional and mental health, which at that point, it's so obscure of a definition, you can say anything. Well, I might lose a couple hundred dollars, and that emotionally is, and I know I sound like I'm making fun, but I'm, I'm using exaggeration to make a point. Yeah, no. I, it, I might it, lose a couple hundred dollars with this pregnancy, so I need to end this pregnancy. Right. That's right. emotionally destructive to me. And that would be considered a good enough reason to have the abortion because that's affecting this woman's health, her emotional health. Harris supported this. And it's worth noting, this article says, it's worth noting she seems to have little problem with allowing newborns to die of neglect should they survive an abortion procedure. She has twice voted against the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, which would require doctors to provide the same care to infants who survive abortions as they would to any other newborn. She voted twice against that. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm stuck on this. Yeah. Provide the same care to infants who survive abortions as they would any other newborn. You know what you're telling that mother? I just, you know, because they're lied to a lot. You know, these these yeah. mothers who get abortions and the fathers who don't want it or want it or pay for it or whatever, that life doesn't matter, right? And that morality is all equal and the same. And the life only matters if you want it to matter. Do, do, that, that right there, and again, I'm just going to say this, guys. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it is that. The bottom, again, they just, they, they don't care about you. It's about them in the end. It's about a greater thing here. Again, keep the people stupid. And as a matter of fact, the moment you come on opposition to them, why is it that they rush to judgment against you? We can't judge them, really. So then if I don't wear a mask, I'm somehow a less Christian because I don't want to protect people. If I'm a conservative, now I'm a racist because I don't like black people for some reason. Why do they rush to judgment like that? Do you know why? Because they can't even defend what they're talking about. They have to attack you. Don't fall for that. Yeah. Listen, don't you know, allow it to you, you, know, you know why people fall for it? It's because they have nothing themselves to stand on. You have no backbone to stand on. You don't know what you're talking about. And that's not a, listen, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying if you remain ignorant, you will be easily enslaved by them. You cannot allow these attacks to stop you. You can't, listen, the word of God is enough for you to arm yourself against this stuff. Yeah. 
that the God who created all things, who has the power of God, when you've been regenerated by the Holy Spirit, you've been born again, and then you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, there's a power greater than anything that's in this world. He's given you all authority over all principality and power. I'm sorry, I gotta go with this. Because here's the real, here's the, here's the real deal. You can stand in front of an abortion clinic and give someone a word of life and turn them around, and you'll anoint that kid that they were gonna abort into their ministry or into their calling. I, it's happened time and time and time again. And we have to continue to preach this because that's where the hope is. It is not in our Constitution. I just love the Constitution because though it was flawed, you know, in, in some ways because it was written by man, it was still written on the foundations of Christ. That the foundations and the tenets of the Bible were used and that we have to get back to the old ways. Jerem uh, 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 what is that? Uh, Jeremiah 6. Go back to the old ways and see where's the good way and you'll find rest for your souls. We need to get back to the old ways. And when you are empowered by the spirit of God, you won't stop until you see something change. You won't stop until you see the kingdom of heaven on earth. That is the call of the saints. And the, the whole reason that we stand for the constitution, like you said, is because this document was based on God's law. It was based on Christ. It was based on sermons. It was based on this idea of, of God's control and God's law and order. I would much rather support that system than a system that rejects God outright and is completely based on materialism. So we have to decide, am I going to support the flawed system that is at least based on God or the flawed system that has nothing to do with God and is actually antithetical to who he is? Going back to Harris for a second, she also stated this in terms of abortion. This is where we're talking about this authoritarianism streak. I'm going to put in place and require that states that have a history of passing legislation that is designed to prevent or limit a woman's access to reproductive health care, that those laws have to come before my DOJ for review and approval. And until we determine they are constitutional, they will not take effect. Wait a second. You are telling me that an unelected bureaucracy, directly elected by the people, bureaucracy is now in charge of whether or not something's constitutional. Does that sound like a check of power and balance? Or does that sound like somebody saying, I'm going to determine what's constitutional and what's not? Because, hey, it's kind of funny. Everybody accuses Trump of having a DOJ that's, you know, his lapdog. And everybody accused Obama of having a DOJ that was his lapdog. So Harris comes out and says, I'm going to have my lapdog DOJ. Is that not authoritarian? So I'm going to ask you, if you, you want to vote for Harris and you think, hey, I kind of like her policies, this is what I'm going to ask you. What protects you from her when suddenly she decides she has a policy or a law she wants to put in place that you're not comfortable with, that you don't agree with? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and guys, when another, um, when another thing happens to the nation what we've never prepared for, like this whole pandemic thing, when something else happens like this and she doesn't know how to prepare for it, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, President Trump wasn't ready for this. Nobody was. Nobody was. You know what I mean? It was kind of one of those things that came out of like uh, left field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, again, do we agree with the shutdown? No. I don't think we needed all that stuff. Uh, I, I'm a personal believer in, 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 in the herd immunity. I think Sweden and, and, and Denmark have pretty much proven Right, those, and our populations you know. are greater than theirs, so, I mean, it's, it's easy to... But, but, but no matter what... We, just doing homework and research. Have, yeah, doing yeah. homework and research and, and doing what we do best, uh, knowing what we know now, you, you know, it, it's, it's you, this is the other point I wanted to get across with this whole podcast. 
look who we're putting our hope in. Man, mm-hmm. uh, again, we've been saying this for a long time, right? We're putting our hope in someone that can get the country back on track when it's us that yeah. need to get the country back on track. Folks, if you don't like the guy in office or the girl in office or whoever, we put him there. Yeah, we voted them We've in. We've allowed politics to become this corrupt where we're choosing between two evils. Yeah. That's what we've allowed. You And there was a quote that I just read, and I don't remember who it was by, but they said, you know, you, you think you're selecting between the lesser of two evils, yet you're still selecting evil. <laughs> I mean, pretty true. You know, and, and again, it, it's it's come down to that. It's come down to, man, you know, I remember when uh, uh, John McCain was running. I'm like, are, yeah. are we serious? Mitt Romney, are we serious? Yeah. Like, really? Like, these are the ones that are going to have the backbone to, to do whatever? I, I just look at that and go, okay, look how we're walking into this politic realm, Okay. For some, this is a little critical and harsh, and that's okay. Uh, I got some friends on that I just saw on my personal page that are that are, that that are liberal, and they're listening to this. And I know it might offend you. Please message me after. I would love to talk to you by phone or meet with you in person. I'm totally down for that. And please don't watching is please awesome. don't unfriend me. I, I'm I'm not like that. I'm not going to unfriend you because you think differently than me. I welcome a debate. I welcome open, honest conversation. Totally. Totally. If you say, and if you come at me with, you're probably voting for Trump, you've never heard our message before, okay? Because you don't know who I'm voting for because I have not made that clear. Because I'm not either R or D. I'm a Christian who's a conservative constitutionalist. That's it, right? And I will vote for who I vote for. And you don't need to know that. Nor does any basketball player or anything like that should, ha- should have an influence over your vote. You should be informed on who to vote for. Yeah. You should be the ones doing your own homework and research and voting for who you think should be running this nation correctly. Who's representing this nation the best all over the world? You should be the ones informed on who's in Congress and Senate and who's not doing their job and following the Constitution and our laws. Mm-hmm. You should be the one who knows who should know who's violating states' rights. You should be the one who knows who's on your county council, your city council, uh, your sheriffs, your mayors. You should know who, who's the governor of your state. You should know that. You can't blame them if you don't know. Yep. Because you just let it happen. So we can't blame people. The only one we can trust is the Lord, right? And when he gives us a conscience to vote, who was it that said that? Joseph Story, I believe it was. No. Uh, First Supreme Court Justice. Wasn't Joseph Story. It was, oh, I can see his face. Uh, John Jay. He said said that basically God gave us uh, uh, Christian. He, He said he basically wanted Christians to vote. And search for other Christians to be in power, basically, to those. That's the whole purpose was, I can't believe, oh, providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers. And it is the duty as well as the privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians as their leaders. Now, I know some of you disagree if you're libertarian, right? Because there could be good moral people. Yes, true. But those people that weren't Christian or were deists or whatever did follow the tenets of the Ten Commandments. That was pretty well known. There there was still a a respect held. And you can... You can elect people who aren't necessarily like professed Christian, but there's still a respect held for the traditions and the values of uh, the Judeo-Christian foundation, right? Um, ready to go, or you you had more? No, go ahead. Okay, I'm good. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna skip um, point two. We're gonna go to point three: uh, gun control. So if you want to go ahead and roll the video, Kristen, and we'll we'll come back through. Andrew, whenever you're ready. Show, uh, guys, continue to share this video. Um, thanks for being uh, here. Type where you're question. from. I agree um, with you, Pastor Jane. I do. Uh, there's a lot of good that's happened in the last four years. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you? Are you on video? I'm so sorry. Replay that. I thought it was a slide. <laughs> My bad. 
Andrew, whenever you're ready. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, thank you for being here and taking my question. Um, do you believe in the mandatory buyback of quote unquote assault weapons? And whether or not you do, how does that idea not go against fundamentally the Second Amendment? Yeah. Um, great question. I do believe that we need to do buybacks, and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, let's be clear about what assault weapons are. They have been designed to kill a lot of human beings quickly. They are weapons of war with no place on the streets of a civil society. I've seen assault weapons kill babies and police officers. So one, I'll tell you when elected president, if the United States Congress continues to fail to have the courage to do something about this, I'm prepared to take executive action and put in place a ban on the importation of assault weapons into our country. But we still have to deal with the over two million assault weapons that are currently in the streets of America. And so a buyback program I, is a good idea. Now we need to do it the right way. And part of that has to be, you know, buy back and give people their value, the financial value of, 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 of what they have and not just take things from people that, that have value without compensating them. We need to do it the right way. But we've got to deal with the fact that these people in Washington, D.C., have failed to have the courage. How many of you guys as college students had to have a drill during high school or middle school or elementary school where you, or even in college, where you learned about how you need to hide in a closet or crouch in a corner in the event that there was a mass shooter roaming the hallways of your school. Look at that. Look at that. And here's the thing. It terrorized you. It is traumatizing. I don't want that any of our children should have to sit in class when you should be paying attention to what's happening in the front of the classroom letting your mind open up to the wonders of science, math, or art, or whatever, and instead have to be worried about who's going to come banging through the door, carrying some kind of weapon. Leaders need to lead on this issue. And so I'm telling you, when elected, if Congress fails to act, I'll give them 100 days to put a bill on my desk for signature. And if they do not do it, I will put in place by executive action a comprehensive background check requirement and a ban on the assault weapons and importation of assault weapons into our country. I'm done. Okay. So one thing you will notice is she never actually answered the whole Second Amendment nah. part. She completely avoided that. What I will give her is, man, she was good on this. She was good at the emotion she, stuff. She, she was very good at the emotion stuff. She knew how to play man. this whole thing. I'll she, tell you what. She, she is a lawyer. Because <laughs> if you notice what she did, man, she, she smooth slid it on the whole thing to make it palatable. So I'm going to read a quote from her from this whole thing. Great question. I do believe that we need to do buybacks, and I'll tell you why. First of all, let's be clear about what assault weapons are. Notice right away she goes to assault weapons. Why? Because that's more palatable for a okay. person to say, we don't that's, need those. That's the open door. Exactly. That's the open door. And she said, they have been designed to kill a lot of human beings quickly. Mind you, the vast majority of gun crimes are committed with handguns. 
So once they get to the assault weapons out, they go, oh, well, well, crime is still being committed with handguns. Yeah, so we're going to we have to go, go with that. Those two. She says they are weapons of war with no place on the streets of a civil society. I've seen assault weapons kill babies and police officers. But what Emotional does it matter respect. if you don't matter if you don't mind the babies are killed in the womb up to nine months? Yeah. What does or it even after or even after. What does it matter to you? Because what if that parent was mad at the child? That day and said, oh, I just wish that kid would not be here right now. Because parents do that nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, they're crazy. That's why kids get into foster systems because parents don't want their kids. Cramp cramp in their style. You You know know what I mean? Like, you can't be for one and the other. Yeah. You can't be. You're absolutely right. Um, She's. I've seen assault weapons kill police officers. Weren't you guys decrying defund the police and all that stuff? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Flip floppers, buddy. She repeated her threat of using executive orders if Congress wouldn't act on gun reform. She has said repeatedly that she would use executive order if Congress didn't act. Notice what she's saying. I'm going to do it if Congress doesn't do what I want them to do. Why do you need Congress? If Congress won't agree with what you want them to do and you decide, well, I'll do an executive order, what you are actually saying is I'll let the image or illusion of people deciding to do what I want them to do. But if they don't, I have a phone and a pen, and I'm willing to use it. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm mixing up quotes, aren't I? Notice this idea of executive order, and you know what? Trump does it too. If Congress won't do what I want them to do, I'm going to use executive order to get my job done. You have just subverted the will of the people. Yep. Now, the Trump, people truth. will turn around and say, look, truth. Congress doesn't represent me anymore. I agree with you. But I am not willing to sacrifice the balance and the separation of powers just to get what I want done. She has repeatedly pointed out, I'm going to do what I need to do to get what I want done. You have to be very careful about a person like that, especially with these policies that are getting put yeah, in place. Yeah, yeah, and I think, too, wasn't it, this is what you really need to see, why they're doing this. As government grows, because it's only gotten bigger Yeah, I mean, in, in reality, right? As a whole, I'm talking about even states included. Government has gotten bigger, right? They're trying to de- ar- disarm you. Yeah. When the whole premise of the Second Amendment was we had a tyrannical government we had to fight against. The right of the people bear- to, to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Why? Because a government eventually could turn tyrannical against its own people. Right? And don't tell me that it won't happen. Guys, it's happening all over right now. People can't defend themselves. They don't understand what the Second Amendment was. The whole purpose, again, of that was to uh, empower the citizen, not to enslave them. The entire Bill of Rights was to empower the citizen with God-given rights, not to empower a government. It was meant to restrain them. Yes. The fact that this discussion's even happening right now is asinine. It should have never happened. Isn't it funny that the Bill of Rights was set up to restrain a government and, and... it's it's a a written document to show the government you are not allowed to touch these rights of the people. Yet now the government's coming around and saying mm, we're going to take this right and we're we're going to take this and we're going to separate this out. We're going to pull this. That's just like somebody deciding to reach their hand in your pocket and start taking totally. things out. Totally. And you they're, wouldn't allow reaching in. Yeah, you wouldn't allow that on the streets if no. you were in, if you were uh, uh, in a uh, what are you talking about uh, an alleyway. You wouldn't allow that to happen to you. But we allow a government because they're a government and they're somehow authorized with some great power, right? That they can come in and steal from you, legit steal from you. 
Take away your choice that you don't want your kids to be vaccinated. Straight up tell you that you got to buy back guns. Straight up tell you that you don't really have rights anymore, according according to Biden. You know, it doesn't matter about your rights. Um, well, you first. Mm-hmm. How about we knock you up first with some vaccines, right? Oh, and then we'll take away your armed security guards. I'll tell you what, we'll tax you more than the American people so that you really feel the pain of what we're doing, right? And then we'll go after all your assets and stuff like that, too. How about that? And by the way, we'll we'll tell you when you can work and when you're not allowed to work. And if you don't work, you're not allowed to have a paycheck because it's it's in the people's best interest for you to not work because we're going to choose the winners and losers. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? Government can tell you how that business you built for 20 years, we think it's a little too dangerous, so you're going to have to be shut down for five months. Yeah, and isn't it crazy that a business is just trying to take off and a government can just arbitrarily shut down a government, because shut down society because of something that we didn't even have the exact science on at first. Yeah. And now they all suffered. They all suffered. And I was just at a store today uh, having some breakfast, and the owner came down and sat with me and Zach. These were exact words. Well, they shut down because it's their fault. There was government programs to help them. Oof. You hearing me? You hearing me? So they had to run to the government to keep their business open when the government was the one that shut them down. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? If you guys can't see the straw, man, this is insanity. That we depend on them now for everything. That's that's literally the government going into your kitchen, taking all of your food out, and then saying, okay, you're going to have to come to me to get your food. Oh, by the way, we're not going to give you all the food back that yeah, we took Yeah, I shut you. down the kitchen, but you better come to me for your food. Yeah. What? Come get your one loaf of bread. This is socialism. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. I just watched a guy on video today, and he basically said, you got to learn how to fast because we're going to have a famine. Well, dude, you know what? I'm praying that we don't have a famine. I speak life over our country, that we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff and that the people are smart enough not to depend on a grocery store. They can grow it in the back of their yard, right? That we speak life over our families, dude, because I have favor from God. That doesn't mean I'm prevented from what's going to happen, right? But I'm not looking to speak death into a situation and say it's all going to happen and go downhill. Why can't we speak life to this and say, no, Lord, you promised me 80 years with strength. You promised me that. Well, Lord, I'm asking for it. I'm asking that the last 40 years of my life matter, right? That we can stand for the unborn again and do it right this time. Not vote for the, for the last 50 years for pro-life candidates that didn't stop, a, sorry, that didn't stop abortion. No, I'm not sorry. We've been voting for 50 years to stop abortion and it still happens to this day. Oh, we can defund the post office, but not abortion clinics. We're, I'm, hey, let's be real here. We got to speak life over this, folks, that if President Trump gets elected, I pray to God he's baptized in the spirit and that he's reformed like this and that we'll see a shake in the nation for real, though, this time, that he'll go back to the principles of the country that it was founded on. That's what we need to speak life into, that we're not speaking fear over this. I'm not afraid of what Kamala Harris can do. You know, it's funny. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, man. Seriously, read Psalms. They, 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 they devise counsel against God and his anointed. We're going to break their breasts, uh, break their gates like breasts. We're going to break them all asunder. He that sits in the heavens is laughing. That they think they have authority over God. Uh-uh. God is so good that he's revealing to his saints and those that are willing not to bow, that they're the ones that are going to carry the torch in leadership. I promise you that. Because, dude, those that deceive will eventually be deceived too. Those that walk in righteousness will have the, 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 the upholding of the Lord as their front guard and their rear guard. 
The Bible says in Isaiah, read it. That's a promise from God. The, the wicked will fall into their own traps. And the crises that we're going through now in America, they're, they're the things that will open up our eyes to the fact that we need the spiritual. We need Christ in our lives and to follow the Holy Spirit and to walk in authority. And we've said it time and time again, the beautiful part of what we're going through as a nation right now is that it's, it's making the mask fall off. You're no longer comfortable. <laughs> Pun. I love that. I love that we are no longer comfortable. You know what I was thinking about today? And, and we're actually going to cover this next week, the whole mandatory vaccine thing. Got to. I was thinking about, so Virginia is looking to make vaccines mandatory as soon as the coronavirus vaccine comes out. I was thinking about what if Florida does that? And I stand against it, and I say that my family is not going to get this vaccine. What kind of pressure is going to come against me? What's going to happen? Now, I walk in Christ, and I walk in Christ's authority. That doesn't mean that I won't have trials and tribulations. True. Because if we're going to say that Christians will walk in peace and have utopia on earth, well, then you better talk to the Christians who were put into the Colosseum and eaten by lions and say, man, your faith wasn't great enough. That's why you got eaten. You you got persecuted and martyred because, man, well, you know, you, you just didn't walk with Christ in authority enough. What I'm saying is you have to be ready for the shakeup. You have to be ready to not be comfortable. You have to be ready to suffer and stand. And I'm sorry, but something like that, I am not allowing a government to force a foreign substance into my family's bodies. There is something satanic about that idea. Dude, yeah, that I can't even chew. Listen, you can't choose. There is something satanic about it because he has no authority over me. Christ does. I'm and, not my own. I'm bought with a price. You're not my God. And what is your Christ body? Christ is. What is your body? And I can hear it now. Look yeah. at your body. You're kind of chubby. Okay, cool. I made that choice, and I'll eat the fruit of that. But I made the choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and what is your body and in Christ's eyes? I look eyes? at a Snicker bar and I gain 10 pounds. I'm just saying. <laughs> right? but, but what is your body in Christ's eyes? Right? The inward dwelling of the Holy Spirit. It's not my outside. Precisely. This is this is the temple that with right, the holy that holy, holds yeah. the Holy Ghost. That's right. So you're protective over the temple. You're the one who is determining what goes in or out of that temple. Now we have outside sources that are saying, no, we will enforce something to put into your temple. That should shake up Christians. So we talk about this type of stuff because we want you to understand that you still have time to to defend against this. We do. And it's not a battle in the physical realm. It's a battle in the spiritual realm. It takes prayer. It takes fasting. It takes walking in authority. Mm -hmm. It takes speaking life over the situation. It does. Right? It takes a lot of prayer. So you have to move forward in the spiritual realm in order to fight this battle. And the question to all Christians, and I'm asking myself, this is convicting to me just as anybody else. Are you actually walking with Christ in full authority? Exactly. Are you actually walking a life that is a disciple of Christ where you have given up everything in order to walk with him? For too long, we in America have been comfortable. We've been able to have both. The time is coming where you might not be able to have both. So which are you going to choose? And the, the reason we point out all this stuff is it is used to make you comfortable and submit to the worldly powers. You are going to find a point where you decide whether to submit to worldly authorities right. 
or heavenly authorities. That's right. And if you look at what's going on with churches, especially in California, they're having to make that decision. Am I going to listen to a worldly authority, a principality of the earth, or am I going to listen to God? Mm-hmm. Am I going to follow the Lord and say, no, 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 the Lord has called us to stay open no matter what you do to my church and me? It's true. I was telling my wife, I said, you know what's going to happen in 10 years? We're going to look back and go, <laughs> look at that hoax. I'm right? serious. We're just going to look back and go, wow. The, just like they do now, like how we question everything that was back yeah. done back in the 30s and the 40s and the yeah. 50s. We're going to look back and go, dude, we were we were really duped. And, and I was we thinking about, isn't it funny how this, this coronavirus thing, Within it, they have been able to control whether or not you're allowed to have your business, mm-hmm. whether or not you're allowed to get out of your home. Mm-hmm. They're talking about mandatory vaccinations. They Even are, attire. They're, Certain attire. Yeah, yeah, what you're allowed to wear. They're, they're talking about whether or not you can use cash. They talked about goggles because the <laughs> virus can get in your eyes. That's true. Oh, by the way, I was just at Harbor Freight. And they had one of them plexiglass things. Yeah. And she she would not take my credit card around the plexiglass. She said, no, sir, you have to put it here. And I said, I'm not trying to be mean. I really, I said this, I'm not trying to be mean. But will the virus not go this way too? Like, does, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. does it not? As you hand the card, you, does it? And she said, sir, I'm just following orders. I'm just following what I'm told. No, notice what she it's said. It's like, oh, dude. Notice what she said. I, I There's genuinely, no question. I genuinely people. felt like we got a job to do. We yeah. got a country to save, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the gospel. We've got a country to illuminate to Christ. Damn. Right. And and it's not, I'm not trying to make fun of that. I'm just, this is a, cons- a constant. I was at the mall Saturday because I love shopping. Hate it. Right. But. We were the only, literally, when I walked around, we walked around to several different stores. We're the only couple there with no mask. And I'm looking around going, okay, some are wearing it for safety. Some are wearing it because they're older, right? But I'm looking around going, we've just, we've made it fashionable to be in fear. Listen to me. We've made it fashionable to be in fear. Yeah. We got our favorite monikers. Dude, ministries and churches now are printing their logos on masks. Uh-huh. I mean, just think about this. And now they're introducing the idea of cashless society. I know, I know I'm, I'm switching a little bit. I know, but, I know, dude. But Chipotle. Go so, with it. So Chipotle recently basically came out and said, look, if you're going to use cash, we're going to round up to the nearest dollar because change is in short supply. Uh, you've seen these signs all over. Please don't use change. Use credit debit card if possible. There's a change so- shortage due to COVID. Why are they doing a contactless society? What's going on here? It, and that's... That's a bigger look, conversation. Look, dude, I understand we sound like conspiracy theorists, but you, when you add it all up, you can't help but look at it and go, what is going on here? Because do you really think it's all going to go back to normal in a couple of months? When, when does somebody stand up and say, we've done it, you can take off the masks, you can start using change and cash again. Uh, your businesses are free to do what they need to do. You can take a vaccine if you want, but we're not going to enforce it on you. Do you really think that moment is going to come? But it, it's all compressing together. And I was thinking about it today. It's like, man, this this really was the step in order to start pushing all of this stuff forward. Right. And, and you know, again, I, I'm just going to go here real quick because I've was th- i been thinking about this, what you've been talking about, cashless yeah. and stuff. I was at the barber's today, and, and he's awesome. He 
he he's he wears our hat all the time yeah, now. He's a yeah. cool guy, and he's actually from Jamaica. He was a former cop in Jamaica, and he's like not buying this mask stuff. He's just not. He's like, hey, I've been watching your podcast, and Amen. you know, he goes to cool. church, and it's really cool. Like he's just God is so good to like bear fruit there, and so like he was saying to me. Hey, why are they trying to go cashless? He kept asking me, like trying yeah. to pull this like conspiracy out of me. And I said, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. Remember in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when whites couldn't touch blacks' hands? They, they wouldn't give them cash in their hands. Why are we allowing that today? Yeah. It's straight discrimination what we're doing. We're training people not to trust each other. <laughs> Man. That's, that's what it, But they trust in a government. Trust the government to tell them what they can trust and what they can't. And there's been a movement towards a cashless society. Oh my society gosh, this isn't anything new. No, we know that it, it's not anything new, and this has been talked about since the '70s. I remember my mother talked to me, but she would read all these uh, magazines and stuff. She was no conspiracy theorist by any means, but she would read articles about like, hey, one world order, all these other things, and yeah. I was like, okay, you know, sure. I wasn't right, a Christian uh -huh. at the time, right? Bible's pretty clear about the nations coming together and all stuff, yeah. peace, peace, and there's no peace type of thing, right? Woe to the prophets. So we see these kind of things happen and we're looking at this going, OK, it's time to see what's real. And don't you liberal leftist people say that that's wrong because that's exactly why are they talking about on Disney programs called global citizenry? Don't tell me that it's not coming because it's you see it happening. Yeah. But here's the cool part. We're supposed to be a city set on a hill. I believe in my Jesus. I do. Now, that sounds impossible to some. Oh, it's just going to happen. It's prophesied. You don't know when or how. OK, I believe in my Christ. And the idea of being salt on the earth is to uh, preserve and slow the rate of decay. And we're not told when the salt won't have effect anymore. So we can actually slow that rate of decay. We can preserve. We can change on, the, the fortunes of the country and, and move things in the right direction. We can pray for nation of healing. The thing is, we think it's all out of our hands, but... The beauty of God is that he wants to work with us. He's waiting for us. He to really step is, up, dude. He really right? is. And guys, I'm telling you, the more impossible what God puts in your heart, the more you're asking for the impossible. I totally know that's his will. Yeah. Because he wants to move supernaturally. Yeah. So I am asking for big things. Lord, I am asking that you would cause us to be the ones who say, no, we're mm -hmm. not going to do this. That, Lord, there would be more than 10 righteous in this land, which there is. Right. That you would hear our prayers, Father, and show us again who you really are. Let us remember back then, Father, the testimonies of those who went before us. Lord, we, we have such a great cloud of witnesses that went before us and to subdued nations. I want to see that too. Yeah. What's wrong with that, Lord? Why, why can't I ask for that? Now, I know that comes with a great price. I know everything I'm asking for comes with a great price. And guys, guess what? It sucks to know that. Mm -hmm. I know. But isn't the end worth more than all the means? I just want to see him move. I want people to come because he moved on their behalf. That the that, listen that the liberal agenda would stop because of Christ, evil won't stop. It's always going to be here, right? But that you would see souls saved because they're they're being exposed, and the yeah. liberals would say, "Man, hey, there's something wrong here. I just saw something that only God could know." And there there are actually a lot of people who you know the whole walk away campaign. There are a lot of people who are looking at. Oh, thank you. We got to talk about that too. Yeah, we got to talk about that in another one. What that party has become there's a lot of people who just can't handle it they they can't deal with it because the policies that are being put in place and the policies that are being encouraged they can't vote for anymore so you actually have a lot of people who you have the opportunity to give the gospel to that you have the opportunity to 
to talk about their freedoms and liberties, supporting them as people mm-hmm. and saying, I want you to prosper. I want you to be free. I want you to be able to do what you feel you need to do in life. Uh-huh. Instead of, I want a government to tell you everything that you can and can't do. Truth. And in the end, force you to submit to what that government wants to do. And you have to look no farther than China in terms of China, China, you look no farther than them to see a country where the government determines life to death. China. (laughs) It's all about China. So, hey, guys, so basically, here's the deal. We're going to continue to hit these issues. We're going to continue to move forward. We're going to continue to be these guys. Uh, and, and really hit the modern issue. Go ahead. Any, you, you, I was just going to say, any comments that you wanted to cover before we wrap it up? Um, you know, I don't want to cover... Whoa, what the heck? I'm sorry, guys. I just okay. lost the feed. So, that being said, do not forget to share. Do not forget to like. Do not forget to sign up for our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure to click the notification bell. Subscribe. Be with us in this effort. We really want to get the word out of Christ and how Christ applies to daily life. And you guys can support us through your, your comments, through your messages, through monthly sponsorship, right? You, yeah, you guys you can, can get on. Oh. There's a, no, there's a lot. If you guys go to theselfevidenttruth.com, I'm sorry, man, I was no. jumping. Uh, <laughs> I do this all the time. I don't mean to do that to you, bro, because I know you're on a roll. Um, so theselfevidenttruth.com, if you guys go on there, you can, can sign up for our Torchbearer Society, uh, which is our monthly program, which we are so excited about. Um, also, also, um, we have another few things too. We have something called, uh, 1776 truth store. We just came up with our new shirt. I just tried to put it up in the comments, but I couldn't. Um, yeah. And it kicked me out twice, which is fine. It's uh, I have a preexisting condition and then there's a little checkbox that says Liberty, which is our newest shirt. It just came out. So if you guys want to order one of those, go to 77, 1776truth.store. It supports us to continue the podcast, go on and other things, other endeavors. And, and again, we got some new initiatives coming. We were talking about doing something in the schools here that uh, can be an ongoing after-school thing. We're teaching, touch, teaching the which, Constitution and all these other things. It's going to be fun. Which, that being said, if you are a teacher or you're involved in a school, please contact us. Oh, yeah. If you support this message, please contact us because this is your chance to step up, step up and be active with getting this to kids. Because So let's 15-second let's history lesson. Marxism and socialism, the the whole communist movement, their idea was to change a generation. And in changing that generation, you will change the path of the nation. We're going to do that same thing. But we're going to do it righteously. Truth. And what we need to do is change the next generation to see God and to know God and to follow Christ and to support him in day-to-day life. And we can do this and we can teach truth about what America actually is and stands for and the rights that we have that God has given us. So if you are a teacher or you're part of a school or you know people part of a school or you know some teachers or you have kids in a school, contact us. We'll give you details about what we're planning and what we're going to put forward because we need your help and it's gonna be awesome please again keep praying for us you guys want to include us in prayer chains let us know we need it more and more and more again share the video uh we thank you for all your comments there's so many of them and i couldn't even get through to it carol's right that show went by way too fast uh (laughs) which is cool i'm actually glad it did now i'm excited i want to do these current event things because guess what there's scripture and reason that can be brought to these things and it's just exposing darkness because of the kingdom of god we love you guys so much thank you again tune in next week uh, again 7 p.m on saturday and 
Thursday night at 10 p.m., <laughs> which I forgot again. Okay, we love oh! you guys. God bless you. Love you guys.